Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I've been doing a lot of reading lately. But then again, I always do a lot of reading. You know? It's like, I have, I can't remember the art of the Kelvin timeline book. That's really interesting. The artwork in there is fabulous. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it's a big book, and it's got all these big pictures and all this stuff. And so it gets... I've been reading it at night, so when I go to bed, I have these great images of all this artwork from Star Trek. And what a great way to fall asleep. Oh, that's awesome. That would be a fun way to fall asleep. But... I don't want anybody to fall asleep during this podcast, so I'm going to keep the energy going. We're going to talk about all kinds of great stuff. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Positively Trek. I'm Bruce Gibson. And how are you doing, Dan Gunther? I am doing okay. Uh, excited, as always, to be here to talk about Star Trek. Same here. Same here. We've got several things we want to cover. Uh, we have some new information about comics coming up, and we have some other news about short treks and destination star trek germany we also want to talk about william shatner appearing as captain kirk on something called storybook squares back in the 70s this is something that trek movie recently posted on their website uh so before we get to that as i was mentioned about the kelvin timeline you know we just recently read the book more beautiful than death by david mack and he was on our book club episode where we discussed that and one of the prominent characters in that book was Sarek. And the actor who played Sarek in the Kelvin Timeline movies was Ben Cross. And unfortunately, Ben lost his life last Tuesday on August 18th. And uh, it was kind of sad because, you know, I'd just been thinking about him as his reading David Mack's book. Yeah, definitely a great loss. Very sad. Uh, he was a very talented actor not just in Star Trek, but in other things as well. But his role as Sarek in Star Trek, I think, is one of the great things about that film as well. And just the coincidence of reading that novel at the time that he passed away and, and hearing that voice and seeing that performance, because I went back and watched a bit of the film to kind of get his voice in my head. It was, it was definitely really fresh and really shocking news. Yeah, our friend Brendan Shamotala, I heard him say on one of his podcasts uh, prior to this, prior to Ben Cross's death, that uh, it, he's his favorite Sarek. He likes him better than Mark Leonard. He's, I remember him saying it's controversial to say that, but you know, he, he really liked his performance in, in the movies. And yeah, he was a well-known actor. I had forgotten that he was in Chariots of Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing that movie when it came out. Oh my gosh, that's showing my age. But I remember seeing that movie when it came out and my grandfather was a high school coach and they were visiting us. My grandparents were visiting and we decided to go see the movie Chariots, at Fi- Chariots of Fire at the movie theaters. And when we left, I thought, oh, my grandfather probably loved it because he's all into sports and this is about you know athletics and, and this team of runners. And he said he hated the movie. 
and oh, I, wow. I turned my grandmother and I was like, why does grandpa hate that movie? I thought he'd love it. And she says, because they all speak with English accents. They're all British and he can't understand that accent. So he couldn't understand half of what they were saying. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, but anyway, wonderful movie. I think it won the Academy Award or at least was nominated. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, Ben Cross, uh, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Yeah, very sad for sure. But he's always with us when we watch Star Trek 09. You'll see him there. But uh, Zachary Quinto, who played Spock in those movies, posted on Instagram. This is what he said, quote, So sorry to hear of the passing of Ben Cross. He played Spock's father, Sarek, in our first Trek movie, among many other indelible roles. And he was always so incredibly thoughtful and generous and engaging. It being my first film, I always felt considered and cared for by him in our scenes together. He was a real gentleman and a true talent, sending him and his family much love and light. Rest in peace, dear Ben. So that was nice of him. I don't know if anybody else from the cast posted anything, but I did see that and I wanted to mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and it's clear in, in their scenes together, right? They had to work pretty closely in that film. So yeah, it definitely uh, was nice to hear those words from Mr. Quinto. I hope we see Mr. Quinto again as Spock, but who knows? So anyway, let's move on to something else, Short Treks. And I think we've mentioned before, and if you don't know, that Short Treks has been nominated for an Emmy nomination for Best Short Form Comedy or Drama Series. And because of this, CBS has released all the Short Treks for free on their YouTube channel, which is really great because that allows people and voters for the Emmys to see these episodes. And, you know, a lot of people don't subscribe to CBS all access or other paid services to get any of this new star Trek that we're watching. And now if you know anybody who's interested, this is a great way to tell them, Hey, just go to YouTube. They're up there until August 31st and check out what this new star Trek is like. And they don't even have to sit through and watch a full hour episode. They just watch these short tracks. And if they like it, who knows? They make it turned on to watching Picard and Discovery and Lower Decks. Yeah, and I I think I've gone on the record as saying I really enjoyed the short treks, especially this last batch of them that we got. So, you know, they really are a great window into what some of the best of modern Star Trek is. I think uh, the stories featuring, you know, number one and Spock and Captain Pike especially were really, really good. So, you know, if you haven't had a chance to see these, maybe if you live uh, internationally and haven't picked up the Blu-ray, this is a great way to get caught up on those. And uh, they're really very good. Yeah. And the thing that this reminds me of, and I've mentioned Pluto TV on the show before. So Viacom CBS owns Pluto TV and it's a free service and they have a Star Trek channel that they launched a few weeks ago, which I love because yeah, I have, I have access to all the episodes of TNG and everything else. And right now they've been showing the early seasons of TNG on this channel. And even though I can watch them on Netflix or on disc or whatever, I just like the idea of just turning on the channel and some random episode in the middle of something is playing and just have that playing in the background. It's not me choosing the episode. It's like, let's see what they're showing. Well, the other weekend I turned it on, I think it was on a Sunday and they were showing the first episode of lower decks. And so lower decks was playing for free 
on Pluto TV. Now, no one would know that it was probably coming on to you know check it out, but it just was randomly on, and then they showed Star Trek Beyond after it, which was also mm. a surprise. But I'm really interested to see how they're playing these things out with Star Trek, meaning that they're taking it beyond the paywall. We're getting short treks onto YouTube. We're getting lower decks on Pluto TV among other Star Trek series for free. So they're, I think, trying to reach out to that audience that doesn't pay for these services to maybe try out Star Trek for free and then maybe go past the paywall and get into the new stuff. Yeah, I'd seen a lot of people posting about Lower Decks being on Pluto. So that, that's cool to see that, uh, you know, a few people caught it. And that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it really kind of took me for a loop because I turned the TV on expecting to see TNG and Lower Decks started playing. And it took me almost like five seconds to just go, wait, wait, why is this on? Because I just started watching it. And I'm like, wait, this isn't supposed to be on here. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I had seen people posting that it was going to be on there. So that's cool. Well, and also I do the uh, non-commercial version of CBS All Access. So I never see the new Star Trek stuff with commercials. But on Pluto, there was commercials. So it was weird to see commercials coming on during the breaks. So <laughs> that's funny. Another thing I want to mention, Destination Star Trek Germany. I wasn't planning to go to this this year, but it got postponed till 2021. Dan, were you planning to go to this convention? I am definitely, I was not planning on <laughs> going to this. I'm uh, definitely still out of work and cannot afford to <laughs> do these things, unfortunately, especially in Germany. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's, we're seeing so many of these things moved, of course, because of the continued threat from COVID-19 and of course, uh, you know, people in the States really, there's not very many countries that they can even legally go to at, at this time still. So, you know, yeah, seeing a lot of these things being pushed. Yeah. I mean, the expense for us to go, it really would cost a lot of money. But, uh, you know, I also have gone to the Star Wars celebrations and I, I think they had one one year in Germany. And I didn't go to that because I wasn't even going to those conventions at that time. But I've started to go the last five years. And I thought, you know, oh, I want them to do one in Germany to give me an excuse to go to Germany because I haven't been there. And now I'm realizing, oh, wait a second. There's a Star Trek convention in Germany. Maybe I should go. Well, this one was scheduled for October. But now it's been moved to June, June 25th through June 27th. And now I'm like, well, maybe by then the whole COVID thing will be over. And this is my excuse to go to Germany. But it's going to be expensive. But I'm just ready to get out of the house. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, for sure. It's with, with the lack of a coherent response to the things going on with COVID. It looks like it's going to be a while longer, especially for the United States. So yeah, I don't know if it'll be cleared up by June at this point, but uh, it, it would be nice to go to one of these events for sure. Well, that being said, what about STLV? Now, that originally was supposed to be in August, and then it got moved to December. And as far as I've heard, it's still on. They haven't canceled or postponed it outside December, but I, I'm sitting here thinking it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, no. Uh, creation famously moves things kind of at the last minute there there are other conventions that were scheduled for december that have now been canceled and moved and i can't see stlv continuing at that time 
that's not going to happen. I'm afraid <laughs> I I'm with you. I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe they'll do one of their uh, virtual convention like some of these others have, but it's just not the same, you know? Yeah. So I guess we should just look at it as like, you know what? We're just taking a year off on conventions this year. We all should just like chill out. And then when the conventions come back on, we just go out like all crazy, just like overdo it. Like, do it like two conventions into one. Put twice as much energy into them. <laughs> well, we'll see if I ever get a job ever again. Maybe You're going to uh... get a job again. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to be patient. It's going to happen. <laughs> but for now, Dan, just enjoy, enjoy some Star Trek while you're home, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Not only should you enjoy Star Trek, you should enjoy it in the comic books because we have a new comic coming out. And it's a Star Trek Voyager comic. These are rare, people. You don't get many Star Trek Voyager comics. I think this is the second time we've ever gotten a dedicated title of a Voyager comic. Because the first one was a Mirror Universe one, right? And that was last year. Was that the first Voyager comic we ever got? Uh, from IDW, maybe? I don't know. There there have been lots of Voyager comics in the past. Uh, they've had an entire series of Voyager comics Did they? I couldn't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. During the Marvel years, there was a Star Trek Voyager dedicated series, a whole bunch of one-offs and that sort of thing. If you're just talking IDW, uh, this is fairly. Uh, That's true. Weird, I am thinking but. just IDW, and you're right. I do remember the Voyager line, especially that weird one where it was like in some fantasy land or whatever. <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember. <laughs> they riding like read all, I didn't read all of them, unfortunately. They were like on unicorns or something. <laughs> Oh, wow. There's a whole episode of To the Journey on Trek FM that talks about it. Yeah, and there's also an episode of Literary Treks that's talking, like, Tuvok's Remedial School for Badasses or something is about a really weird Star Trek voyage. Actually, you're right. It was Literary Treks. It wasn't To the Journey. That's it. Yeah, there was an episode. It was before we were on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, Voyager comics have been a thing since voyager was out for sure there's been lots of them but uh excited to get another one for sure yeah but it's been a couple decades though since we've had probably some voyager comics i don't know what i'm talking about we had well we did have the mirror universe one well yeah i mentioned just a couple years ago yeah yeah but prior to that barely any anyway the point is these don't happen very often anymore but we're getting one that's focused on seven of nine by IDW Publishing, and it's coming out this November. It's a four-issue monthly comic miniseries, and uh, it's called Seven's Reckoning, and it opens with USS Voyager encountering a damaged alien ship deep in the Delta Quadrant. What at first seems to be a simple repair mission becomes much more complicated for Seven and Nine as she becomes ensnarled in an ancient conflict, one that puts her newfound humanity to the test. And that's the description on StarTrek.com. So if you want to read more about that, go to StarTrek.com. Excellent. I'm digging the cover art for this as well. I think it's really beautiful. We've got Seven on one side, Janeway on the other with Voyager coming up through the middle. Uh, I, I really love this comic art. I think it would make a really cool poster. Yeah, I think it would too. I like it too. So also we want to mention in trade paperback, we have the Star Trek Picard Countdown comic miniseries all in one trade paperback book now and that's available now you can go online and order it and it's i highly recommend it because it gives you gives you backstory on star trek picard on what happened with picard prior to what you see in the series uh with the romulans 
So it gives you backstory on him and the Romulans. And Dan, I know we covered this on literary tracks and we both really enjoyed it. Yeah, I was a big fan of these comics. We get, uh, if, if you've watched Star Trek Picard, you get a bit of backstory on Laris and Jaban, which is really cool. Uh, and, and yeah, these, these issues, they're not required reading to enjoy Star Trek Picard, but it does add a nice little bit of flavor to it. Uh, the other thing I will say is I like that the cover art is different from all of the issues that usually doesn't happen. Usually when the trade paperback comes out, the cover is the same as, you know, one of the issues in the series, but this one, they have a new piece of artwork of, of Patrick Stewart as Picard for the cover, which is kind of cool. Thank goodness. Cause some of those covers I did not like that. Yeah. First I didn't want to say, but that first <laughs> one's atrocious. I'm sorry. I don't usually say that, but Oh, it's bad. I do yeah. not like it. Yeah. I don't either. That's one of the worst covers I can think of in star Trek comics. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's not that bad, but it's just, bad. it just looks off. It just looks like very amateur. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what exactly happened there, but it doesn't look good. The cover for this though, the trade paperback, I think looks incredible. I really like yeah. it. It's simple. It's understated and it's just lovely. Yes. Just like Jean-Luc Picard himself. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So another new comic uh, is coming out on Wednesday, August 26th and it's Star Trek Hell's Mirror. And this focuses on Khan in the mirror universe. Now, Dan and I have seen this. We have an advanced copy of it and we, I've read it. Dan has paged through it and we will be discussing this on, I guess the next episode of positively track as part yeah, of our book club. I think we club, made that yeah. decision, right, Dan? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. And if we don't do it, then it'll come up somewhere, but we'll definitely talk about it at some point. But I think on this uh, next book club episode, we're going to just focus on this, uh, issue called Hell's Mirror. It's a one shot and it's the average length of a comic, so it won't take you long to read it. But I just read it and I really liked it. I mean, Ooh, Khan in excellent. the Mirror Universe dealing with Spock and Kirk. Uh, Khan is trying to basically save the universe. Interesting. And he needs their help. So I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Well, I'm always excited for some goateed Spock in my comics. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. So check that out. Again, it's a one shot. It's $4.99 here in the U.S. And it's definitely worth the read. The other thing is, the last thing I want to mention is not worth our time, but I just find <laughs> it humorous. <laughs> you have to understand something about me. I'm a big Star Trek fan, but in addition to that, yeah, I, I studied broadcasting in college. I'm into television and I love old TV stuff. I watch stuff from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. I mean, I'm into classic TV. I like new stuff, but I also love classic TV. Now, there was a show back in the day called Hollywood Squares, and I think probably most people are familiar with it, but you've got nine squares. And it's a game show. And the nine squares are uh, celebrities, the guys celebrity in each square, and they answer trivia questions, and they usually say something funny, and then the contestant has to say if they agree or disagree with that celebrity's answer. Well, apparently, in the late 60s, they did something called storybook squares, and then they revived it again later in the 70s for a short period of time. Just these special Hollywood squares that were kind of aimed at kids and families. And... Trek 
movie.com posted a link to a YouTube video of one of those episodes of Storybook Squares, and it has William Shatner on it as Captain Kirk. Now, this was really weird to me. I had to watch the whole thing. I'd watched <laughs> the whole freaking thing. And I forget the year this takes place. I think like it's like 76, 77 in that period of time. Nin- 1976, yeah. Okay, 1976. And William Shatner comes out. They introduce each of the celebrities. They come walking out. Because usually the show would start, they're already in the squares. But this was has a guy with, you know, the horn blowing, like it's in the storybook thing. And these different actors and these different celebrities are all walking out in like storybook characters. But yet William Shatner shows up as Captain Kirk. Now, when there's Goldilocks and Pinocchio, the Pied Piper, Long John Silver, the old woman in the shoe, the good fairy, and Captain Kirk. Like, wait, that is not a storybook character. <laughs> and General Custer. Yeah, which that was to weird too. too. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they were either like storybook or historical characters, but he comes out as Kirk. The thing that I found funny about this, or the kind of threw me off is, yeah, it's been about a decade since he's played Kirk, you know, a little less than a decade, but he's wearing the gold tunic and he does not look like Kirk to me. He looks like William Shatner in cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's definitely got William Shatner's 70s hair as well, which doesn't help. (laughs) Yeah, he's got the 70s hair, which really looks funky weird. Because picture Kirk in the original series with much fuller hair and a little longer and swooped down (laughs) around his forehead. But also the tunic looks a little bit costumey to me, more so than what was on the original series. But it just really threw me off. And then when he's in the square, and Dan, because I watched the whole thing, I can tell you about this. When they ask him questions, he answers with either shooting, a, before he gives his answer, he either shoots his phaser <laughs> or he opens his communicator talk to Scotty and the game show puts their own sound effects in that sound nothing like Star Trek. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> It's so I've only weird. watched a little bit of this, so I, I do have to watch it all uh, when we're done here. But uh, yeah, this is interesting. So it, it's it's him as Kirk. Does he stay in character through the whole thing? I uh, I guess yeah, in a sense. I mean, he answers hmm. the question like they'll say like uh, the contestants say, uh, "Yeah, I'd like to go with Captain Kirk," and they call on him, and he'll shoot his phaser. Hold on one second. <laughs> And he's like, yes, what's the question? And they ask him the question, he answers it. But he's not, I guess he's kind of staying in character, but he's not really doing anything to say anything that okay. distinguishes him from Kirk or Shatner himself. I don't know. Okay, so he stays in character. So my question is, is this canon? <laughs> yes, because it's on TV. So yeah, it's, it's right? canon. But so yeah. is Joan Rivers as the old woman in the shoe. <laughs> She's also of course. canon. That's part of... That's part of old woman in the shoe canon now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old woman in the shoe universe, that, you know, with their f- particular corner of fandom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, I, yeah, I just saw this on Trek movie and I thought we could end the show talking about this just cause I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's pretty great. I, I do love this cast of characters, but seriously, General George Armstrong Custer. Wh- what? Why? I don't know. What? 
I don't know. And that was played by Rip Taylor. And if you know who Rip Taylor is, he's very flamboyant and by hey, everybody, you know, like that kind of stuff. And he had all these arrows stuck into him. And by the way, every time they introduced a character <laughs> to come out, they had to do the stupid little one-liner. I don't even remember what William Shatner's is, but Rip Taylor, I won't forget. And they said, oh, now we have General George Armstrong Custer. And he comes out and they're like, oh, thanks for being here. He's like, oh, you have a point. You know, the arrow, the point. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like that kind of stuff. Oh, it's, man. It's Yeah, I'm going to have to check this out. It's great. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not great. But it's great. And, you know, I was a kid around this time. I was about the age, of, you know, somewhere between the ages of the two uh, kid contestants on here. I don't remember this. I didn't watch it at the time. Not that I can remember. How could you not remember it when it has Charo as Lady Godiva? Oh I mean, my gosh. Do you know I love Charo? <laughs> I honestly love her. She's, She's pretty like great. Yeah. If, if we could get Charo on the show, I would be thrilled. <laughs> we'll uh we'll contact her agent and see what we can do. Dan, would you work on that for us, please? <laughs> You want me to come on a start? What? <laughs> I don't think she's that busy right now. I don't know. Huh. Especially with COVID, she's probably not doing any concerts or anything. Oh, shoot. Yeah, she had her regular Vegas show, but I guess probably not at the moment. I'm maybe. just trying to picture know. her going like, what? On a Star Trek podcast? What? I want her to come on, Dan, look you right in the eyes over Zoom and say, coochie, 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 coochie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. We We can't. We unfortunately can't give her an appearance fee. We, yeah, but well, know. maybe I'll. You know, if if she will do that to you, I will pay her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe uh, listeners out there, you have that to look forward to on Positively Trek. I'd say don't hold your breath, but you never know. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> oh, there we go. It's official now. It's, I will, it's being written I, down. You know what? I'm going to say is, oh, wait, my pen, the ink has run out. Maybe oh. it's a sign. <laughs> my, your pen is my savior. <laughs> you know what? I, okay. I found a pencil. I wrote it down. I'm going to ask, I'm going to reach out to Charo, her agent or whatever, because it doesn't hurt to ask. And let's just see what happens. <laughs> Let's just see what, what would, happens. What would we talk about? Is she is she a Star Trek fan at all? That's that would be the conversation. Huh. Charo, if you the were, answer's no, it's a very short conversation. Well, first of all, we can ask her about storybook squares if she remembers doing that with Shatner. There you oh, go. Oh, there you go, yeah. And maybe she was on an episode of The Love Boat with somebody from a, one of the Star Trek actors or something, you know? You never know. We'll have to do a deep dive into IMDb. That's uh <laughs> See, it's all connected somehow. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that being said, is there anything else you want to talk about, Dan? I think that probably about covers it. I, I think Dan's know, done we, with this we got, episode. We got to Charo. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that the cover art for this episode is going to have Charo on it. Uh, I, I can't promise that, but we'll see. <laughs> no, don't. Cause guess well, save it for the episode. Yeah. When she's on, we'll right? save it for when she's on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe we'll do our own sub show, the Star Trek Charo show, where she comes on talking <laughs> about Star Trek with us. Oh, we got to stop doing sub shows. <laughs> it's getting really niche. <laughs> oh, well, well, thanks everyone for staying on with us for this episode. <laughs> 
Um, so Dan, when people want to find you, where can they find you online? Well, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Kurtrats. That's K-E-R-T-R-A-T-S. I don't think I've ever tweeted about Charo, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, you can also find me, of course, in the Positively Trek discussion group on Facebook, uh, where if you have anything to say about this episode, Charo-related or not, we're, we're open to any kind of comments. Uh, you know, find the, uh, the post where we put this episode and leave your comment there, and we'd love to hear from you. Yes, and you can find me on Twitter at Admiral underscore Rex. And you can find me uh, with my new Twitter account at Bruce Loves Charo. (laughs) (laughs) How is that already taken? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, she's she's great. I love her. But anyway, thanks for everyone for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.